What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I define League MX as the shoot your shot league. You do expect higher performances and better things from Club Americas, but it's the inconsistency. With the what is it Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ralph Football Show. I'm particularly excited about today's guest. Finally with me, again, is my co-host, Gino. And with us is someone I'm sure he grew up cheering for and someone me and my family love to hate just because he scored so many phenomenal goals against um, La Selección Mexicana. So with us, Landon Donovan. How are you? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate it, Landon. I'm going to have to talk to you after the podcast and see if you can uh, throw on the Everton jersey and go play up top again because uh, we got a little bit of situation going on over there. So uh, They need help, man. I know. <laughs> but uh, for now, we'll stick to the MLS and, and League's Cup. And, uh, you know, obviously this has been kind of a different tournament, uh, you know, than we're used to seeing. We have the CONCACAF Champions League, but this is different from that. Group stage, League MX, and MLS, all teams really fighting it to, you know, see who is the best of the best. You know, let's start with your experience with League MX and the, the few experiences that you've had with them. I know it hasn't been, you know, I know it hasn't been a ton or, or maybe to the extent that we've seen in League's Cup, but, you know, what's kind of the differences you've seen between MLS and League's Cup and, and kind of, um, you know, the styles of play and how, how they differentiate from each other? It's a good question. So historically, and I think it's still the case in Mexico, it's much more individual based. So it's much more, there are a lot more just 1v1 moments in the game. Uh, when I went to Leon for four months and played there, it was, I, I knew it and I had seen it, but living it and playing it was really uh, surprising because it's not a it's not a type of soccer that I had ever played. So their game is much more individual dual based. Mm-hmm. And in America and probably most parts of the world, it's much more of a sort of collective team based. Um, so it's been interesting to watch the styles contrast. But I think what we've seen in MLS probably over the last five years is the quality of the entire roster. It used to be that you had three or four or five guys who 
were at the level of a Liga, Liga MX team or even better, but the rest of the roster would fall off. And now MLS rosters are so good. And that's why MLS teams are having so much success against Liga MX teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for a while now we've seen there's a bit of a change in progression in both MLS and Liga MX. From your playing days and now as a spectator, how have you seen the two leagues progress, really? So what what happened early on with MLS is we had, I would say, superior stadiums, infrastructure, mm-hmm. training facilities, uh, but we didn't have the quality of the players. Mm-hmm. League of X had just better players throughout the league. Lots of... Um, good Central American, South American players would go to Mexico and either play in Mexico for a long time before moving on to Europe or play in Mexico for a long time before going back to South America. And now what's happening is MLS teams are getting, I would say, a lot of those players, maybe even a majority of those players at a younger age and players that were high, high quality young players in Ecuador, Colombia, or Peru, Argentina, Instead of going to Mexico now, a lot of times they're going straight to the U.S. And that's where the quality difference has changed in MLS. MLS has adjusted its salary rules to allow more of those types of players. And then the American player has just gotten better over time. With our MLS academies, players have just gotten better. So the roster, as I was saying before, the roster in MLS teams is in most cases now better than Liga MX teams. And that's why you're seeing majority of the time now MLS teams are beating Liga MX teams. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting, the narrative Liga MX between MLS and the fact that they also love to hate each other. But from our side, and Gino and I have talked about it prior, is the fact that this rivalry like nurtures better football everywhere. And we're curious if you think that way as well. There's no question. So for so many years, you can take the national team and then you can take the two leagues. With the national team, Mexico dominated for so many years. And then in the early 2000s, I know you like that. (laughs) Yeah, but hearing it from you is just so much better. (laughs) But in the early 2000s, the pendulum started to shift and we started to win quite a bit. And so what that did is made Mexico go, oh, we need to figure something out. So in the like 2010s, Mexico put a huge emphasis on their youth national teams. And all of a sudden they were winning the under 17 World Cup, the under 20 World Cup, the Olympics, they were playing and progressing far into the Olympics and it made their national team better. And then when that happens, we go, well, we have to do the same. And so that that rivalry, that competition creates better all around. And then in the leagues, in Liga Mekis, for so long, so much better than MLS. And the gap started to close a little bit, but MLS teams and mainly through Don Garber, the commissioner just said, we're sick of losing to these teams. And so they spent more money, uh, better facilities, better quality all around. And then MLS has started to get better and better. And now Liga MX is going to have to match it, right? Because you can't just keep losing the final. Now this, this weekend is two MLS teams for Leagues Cup. And that's, you know, Liga MX does not want to see that. Now, I have to ask you, Landon, I mean, you've been mentioning roster rules uh, a lot and how they have, uh, you know, kind of changed over time. I think that's a big conversation now, again, with Messi coming to the league. And and now there's been a big talk about continuing those roster rule changes and continuing to allow these teams to bring in more players, you know, um, more top quality players from from outside of America. What's your thoughts on that? And, and, and does MLS need to continue to improve the roster rules to allow for the league to grow? 
I think so. Yeah. And in immense credit to Don and the owners, it's a fine line because in the seventies we had the NASL and the owners went and spent like crazy and the league folded. Right. And so there was a balancing act for many years. How do you push the product and make it better and better, the quality on the field better and better, but not allow some owners to spend like crazy, which makes other owners want to spend like crazy. And then the league falls apart. So they've had to toe that line really delicately. And I think they've done a great job. The the reality now is that every owner in MLS is a billionaire, right? And so they can afford whatever they want to afford. So I think you will see, um, I think you'll see the chains continue to come off and, and, and owners continue to spend and spend and spend and the league to continue to soften the rules so that people can spend more and more money. The reality for players around the world is, I always said this about uh, players in other countries, they all want to play in America. All else being equal, they want to play in America. The quality of play wasn't high enough and the pay wasn't high enough. Mm-hmm. And now the pay is getting pretty close and the quality of the play is getting better and better. So you're going to see more and more players around the world start to say, hey, that's that's where I want to be. And I know you have a special place in your heart for LA Galaxy, of course. Mm-hmm. But are there any teams in particular this season or recently that you've been impressed with? Um, well, there's lots. I mean, what, what <laughs> Miami are doing right now is pretty spectacular. Um, Nashville, a team that kind of goes under the radar, but what they've done there is really impressive. All the new teams in the league are so fun to watch because they've taken all the past mistakes and avoided those and taken all the best practices from all the other teams and made the most of it. Obviously, LAFC being um, probably the, the brightest example of that. So I love, I just love watching the league now. I love watching the variety in styles of play, the variety in how teams build their rosters. There's real character to all the different teams in the league. And for someone like me who's who grew up in this league, it's fun to see it develop. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, St. Louis City, again, another great example of that this season, yeah. who's been, you know, I think such a surprise, but it, it, it's becoming to the point, it's coming to the point where these teams are, like you said, continuing to do this you know, every time an expansion team comes into this league, it seems like they're surprising people. Um, but yet they're, you know, they continue to compete for these playoff spots. Um, you know, a quick shift back to USA, Mexico, obviously a rivalry you've played in multiple times as well. A rivalry we have on this podcast already between me and Lizzie. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about your experiences there. What was your like favorite moment about playing in that rivalry? And, and, and then the best part about, you know, having that rivalry here in America, something that, you know, maybe some other countries don't have, and I feel like it's extremely heated here, specifically, you know, in North America. It is. For the longest time in my career, Major League Soccer was still in its infancy, and it and the games didn't feel what I would call real. They didn't mm-hmm. always feel like a real game. There were some games along the way, a rivalry game when the Galaxy would play San Jose or when Beckham came and there were certain games that just had more hype, but a lot of the games didn't feel like real, real soccer games. Mm -hmm. So every time we played Mexico with the national team, it was that opportunity to play in a real soccer game that had real meaning to everybody involved, real crowd, real atmosphere, real energy in the stadium. And so that I loved. And I think as a performer, as an athlete and an entertainer, that's something that you thrive on. 
Uh, I have lots of favorite moments. I think that the best because of its historical context is beating Mexico in the World Cup. Sorry, Lizzie. Okay. Beating uh, Mexico in the World Cup because it is possible. I don't know if it's probable, but it is possible we never play them again in a World Cup. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to play a CONCACAF team in a group stage, so we can't play them in a group stage, although that could change, I guess, with it going to 48 teams, but probably not. Yeah. And it's possible that we never play them again. So we historically and for the rest of time, we'll say at least the first time we ever met, we beat them. Fair point. Very fair point. Now, I mean, again, Mexico is not really the only team that's been at the top of the game here in North America. Now, Canada seems to be, you know, fighting to come back in and, and build these rivalries with the U.S. and the Mexico and starting to make a stake for being one of the better teams in CONCACAF. As CONCACAF continues to grow here, how do you see it? You know, what's the future of CONCACAF and, and this, you know, part of the world and, and CONCACAF teams and specifically, I guess, the top three, Canada, Mexico and the United States, as they continue to work on, you know, dominating this part of the. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details part of the world i'm half canadian so i do i do get pride in watching canada do well and i you know i enjoyed watching them at the world cup too i think the world cup going to 48 teams is a complete game changer for all smaller countries around the world but in particular in our part of the world for Concacaf teams so going into the next world cup for example Mexico, U.S., Canada automatically qualify, but then you have, I'm not sure if it's three, four, five other teams who will have the opportunity to play in a World Cup. And I think it's, it might be almost guaranteed that one of those teams are going to the World Cup for the first time. So if it's not yeah. Panama, or Costa Rica, or Jamaica, I think, I'm not sure on Trinidad, but one, one 
yeah. likely team will go to the World Cup for the first time, at least, which is a total game changer financially for their federations. Um, what it means to all their kids watching back home and how that inspires young people back home in one of those countries. And so I think the expansion of the World Cup will be really, really good for the smaller countries in this region. Yeah, and we've seen, I mean, we're seeing it now, Panama, who's featured in the first Women's World Cup ever. And although they didn't make it quite far, the impact and speaking to some of these players, the impact they've had on their country, on women's football in that um, in that space. And the same will be true for men's soccer, whoever does um, end up qualifying. Now, before we get to the final predictions, Landon, you mentioned the arrival of Beckham to MLS and there being a shift. Obviously, the arrival of Messi is compared to that. But from your perspective, having lived both, do you think Messi's arrival was kind of a larger shift or will have the same impact that Beckham's arrival did? It's hard to say for sure. Uh, And it's hard to quantify how one could be bigger than the other. At the time, I had never seen, because I was not exposed to it, I had never seen a bigger star in the world than David. And when he came to our team, it was, it was way beyond soccer and people from all walks of life. You know, when we would go through the airport, it was like, you know, it was like Michael Jackson walking through the airport. Right. I mean, you, you could not believe how famous he was and how recognizable he was to everybody. Lionel Messi, certainly in a sporting context, mm. has that same level of fame. Um, what's really impressive right now about him, and I'll be honest, I was not expecting, I expected him to do well. I was not <laughs> expecting him to come out of the gate and do this. I thought it would take him time to adjust to the travel, to the heat, to his new teammates, to a new environment. And he's just taken it in stride. And it has shown me the difference in quality between maybe the best player ever and really, really, really top-end professionals. And to to be at that level and make it look that easy against some of the best players in the world, previously at Barcelona with Argentina, now in MLS, it's so impressive. And at his age. And he's just, he's taken it in stride and it's really fun to watch. Yeah, it's been wild. I feel like, I feel like we're, every time we watch a game three minutes in, he's got the ball in the back of the net and it's just, (laughs) it's it's been, it's been crazy. And like you said, I don't think anybody, I think everybody expected him to be good. He's, he's messy. He's widely regarded as one of the best players ever, if not the best player ever. So you expected him to come in here and be messy, but to do it this way has been been truly unbelievable but um lizzie what do you say we get to is it's no joke it is yes so hot here um i live in miami i'm here all the time and i can barely like go on a walk i really don't know how he's doing it um with the humidity in fort lauderdale so it's impressive yeah like a feat of its own <laughs> all right what do you say we get to paquito predictions here lizzie yeah let's do it um so in a bit, you're going to be watching AT&T Paquitos Predicts, a game-changing new way to experience Leaks Cup with our fortune-telling pajarito and predictions at each stage that's made possible by connecting with AT&T. Let's do it. Um, we have the final on Saturday, Nashville against Inter-Miami at Geodis Park in Nashville. Obviously, we know it's home to Nashville um, because of the 
um, positions in the table last season. We know Inter Miami did not do well, but it was prior to the Messi era, which now they've had seven, I think it's seven consecutive victories, which is absolutely unreal. Nine or eight or nine goals for Messi in the past five games. Also unreal. Um, and before we get into our own opinions, let's see what Paquito says about the final. All right. Paquito. Oh, right off that the was, bat. That was a quick one. That's one of the <laughs> quickest ones we've had. He's, he's made no mistake of that one. Uh, Landon, would uh, you agree? I mean, how could you possibly bet? Even even Paquito knows that Lionel Messi is an absolute goat, and so how could you possibly pick against Lionel? I mean, you don't have to be a human; you can be a bird to figure out figure that out. So I, I agree. I think Inter Miami finds a way to win. Um, it's going to be a really, really, really great game. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I just want to point out here: we had Marcelo on last week. He's an Inter Miami fan. We had Walker Zimmerman on at the beginning of the podcast when we started bringing on guests. So a little bit of love towards the Real Football Show. Maybe there's a little bit going on there. Maybe, maybe we got a, you know, maybe, maybe we got a little good luck for for people coming on. But um, but it's definitely gonna be a great match. Um, Nashville's a great city and it's a great soccer city. We yeah. they've shown that with their new, you know, new stadium and whatnot. So. Um, it's going to be phenomenal and a, a great environment for both of them. And I think both of them are going for their first trophy. So that's also uh, really, really awesome as well. So um, what do we say? We move on to fortunes next, right, Lizzie? Yep. And these right. are Landon from Paquito directly. <laughs> oh. All right. A lot more to choose from here. Wow, he's been... I mean, what, what happened? I go away for one week. He's got yeah, his mind up ready. All right. What's this one? Stay focused on the goal, both on and off the field, and you will achieve greatness. Landon, your thoughts on this fortune uh, for I mean, you? What a, what a wise little bird Paquito is, huh? I got to stay focused on the goal. Now, unfortunately, it's off the field because I can barely walk anymore, but I'm going to stay focused on the goal, off the field, and for you, Gino, off the field is a baby, right? You got to stay focused yeah. on that goal. There you go. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, it's a difficult way. You know, it's been been a difficult first week, but yeah, definitely staying focused on the on, on the goal for sure, for sure. Um, we have another four. Oh, we think we have. An, do we have one more? We have one more fortune for let's you. Get one so, more. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe it'll have something to do. Uh, do it's with immense, uh, immense yeah. wisdom. <laughs> Flow with the course of the game and your team rather than insist that they follow with you. Flow with you. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so flow with the course of the game rather than insist that they flow with you. Wow, this is very wise. Where does Paquito learn these? I don't know. I mean, this is this is, this is more wise than I think I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> you know, one thing I was going to say about Leagues Cup, you know what's cool about this is that when a new tournament starts, it doesn't have any history, obviously, and there's no tradition history. So when it started, I think a lot of us were kind of wondering, how would people take to this? Would they be excited about it? But I think the way it's been formatted has made it actually really exciting to watch. And you didn't know what you were going to get anywhere along the way. You didn't know what the matchups were going to be. There was obviously a lot of 
Mexican versus U.S. matchups. But in the end, it's been a really dramatic, fun tournament. And I thought it would take years and years and years for people to actually really get into it and excited about it. But it's happened right away. I mean, even Paquito's excited about it. Yeah, I mean, you've even seen it with the League MX teams and the MLS teams, the fans. They've been yeah. very into this tournament, more than they've been for other tournaments, say the U.S. Open Cup or even CONCACAF right. Champions League. And getting fans out to the stadium on weekdays is a massive thing, I think, for the MLS because, you know, it's getting fans out on work nights, school nights, and whatnot to be able to watch the sport. So definitely a really big step for the League's Cup and, you know, excited to see, you know, obviously the final, but to see what it brings in, in the coming years for sure. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, and even when the controversy, I know there's been a lot of talk on Liga Meki side about the travel and um, the little complications that's been on that end. But even seeing fans get so protective over their teams or protective over the nuances, it's you really don't do it that quickly. And so I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. I think it'll be. There'll be some changes next year, but I don't think there'll be a decline in intensity. I think it's on its way up always. Yeah, agreed. For sure, for sure. Any last things here, Lizzie, we got to touch on with Landon? Yeah, predictions. Score oh, predictions. Forgot, forgot. How could I forget? But right. four. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Lionel Messi is going to score. <laughs> um, let's say 2-1 Inter Miami. There's definitely goals in this game. Yeah. There you go. That's uh there there it is. I mean, that's uh, you know, another Leo Messi goal, Inter Miami continuing their hot streak. I think uh I think that's a fair shout. I, I can't imagine there's many people that would disagree with you on that one the way they've been playing. So uh Lizzie, who do you Lizzie, who do you have? You got Inter Miami or Nashville? No, Inter Miami. I think Henny Mukhtar um definitely stuns. He had a phenomenal, unfortunately disallowed goal yeah. yesterday. I think he stuns, but I, I'm going for a three one Inter Miami. I can't go against Nashville. It's like my favorite city on the planet. So I <laughs> I love Nashville so much. So I'm gonna stick with Walker Zimmerman. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Walker Zimmerman and uh and and the boys in Nashville and we'll see how it plays out. Just to be different too. Come on, we can't have three Inter Miami's right. on the show. So. Fair enough. Going against Paquito. Let's see how wide that is. <laughs> and I don't think it's worked out for us already. So, <laughs> all right. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you so much, Landon. That was so insightful and so wonderful. Gino, we're happy to have you back. And yeah, thanks for listening to the Real Football Show. Thank you guys very much, Gino. Congrats. And Lizzie, thank you. Really enjoyed it. Thanks so much, Landon. All right. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.